Hello, sorry to interrupt just a little bit before the episode actually starts. We uh, ran into some problems, uh, technical problems, so the audio, quite frankly, isn't the best in this episode. I'm sorry, I tried fixing it up as much as possible. It gets worse as it goes along, but it is a really good episode if you avoid all the glitchy audio every so often. So, I hope you enjoy... And we'll get it fixed for the next episode. Welcome to another episode of That Was A Movie. I'm joined by my co-hosts, Simon and Pat, and I'm Mac. And let's begin. Hello. Hi, Mac. Hello. Hi, Mac. Hi, Pat. Hi, Simon. How are you? All right. You? Yeah. Can't complain? Let's not do it. Nah, yeah. No one would listen anyway. They're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Who's listening? Them. Them. who are these them aliens fbi or whatever what do we have the idea you you mean like mi5 or mi6 or something oh yeah that's what we got got israeli Israeli defense force So, yeah, I guess, what have we watched since we've last done an episode? Uh, Picard. Well, no, I haven't watched this week's Picard, but I have watched Picard since. Um, first episode of Moon Knight. Arsene Wenger's Invincible. Oh, we do actually have a lot to talk about then. Just remember that. Uh, and I'm watching the... I, I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> Oh, started watching the um, Times Square Killer. Um, is that on Netflix? Is that another one of those yeah. Netflix series about people yep. murdering? Yep, and what's um, another Netflix series about catching criminals? Um, so, you watched Moon Knight then? What did you think of it? I thought it was rubbish. <laughs> You're a liar. You thought it was awesome. I know you You blatantly would have thought that was awesome. Yes. You know. Just remembering, didn't, didn't you two have a WhatsApp message afterwards? Uh, well, was, no, beforehand. I, I messaged... I just as we were finished watching it to say you're going to love this watch it um, and he replied with, oh yeah that, that's oh, what was it your Friday viewing or whatever yeah no it was good it was really good uh, Interesting. I think my dad liked it a bit too much I loved it He's not right too like much it. well I didn't fancy the guy or something <laughs> Um, you mentioned about his British accent because that actor isn't British, is he? He's a is he Brit? No, 
No, he's American. Isn't I think he? he's American. He's American, isn't Os- he? Oscar Isaacs, yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought he's, yeah. he's English accent, because normally when American actors do English accents, they are terrible. I didn't <laughs> think he did that bad a job. I mean, it was a bit of a kind of a pastiche of an English accent, but say not as bad as, um, I don't know, Mary Poppins or something like that. Not, yeah, yeah. yeah, the chimney the, sweep. The yeah. American version of the British accent is either a gangster or posh people. There's never the actual. Like, oh, no, I see. They, 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 when they try and do a Cockney accent or like a Londoner no, accent. No, that's all they do is a Cockney accent. Yeah. So it's either a Cockney accent or a posh Cockney accent. Yeah. And they, they, they do struggle with that, which is fair enough. I mean, I think, I don't know, do British actors suffer, uh, struggle with American accents? Ask Hugh Laurie. Yeah, because they a lot of Americans thought he he was American, didn't they? Yes. Yeah, when he was playing House. So hmm. maybe maybe the uh, maybe it doesn't work as well the other way around. But still, I thought it was a fantastic first episode. I thought yeah. the way that they dealt with uh, um, the mental health of the main protagonist was. <laughs> really good um, the, the only the, fact- the only crit- criticism I have and it, but this is a criticism of um, TV and films in general they they always have to have a shit boss and that shit boss has to be the shittiest shit boss you could ever have <laughs> the uncaring I, I I don't believe I've ever met anyone that's like that in real life as a person, mm. it just seemed to be a bit really. Yeah, I'm not um, interested. Just keep scanning these. Yeah, whatever was, you're late, you know. Yeah, I can. Yeah. And how was how was he missing for nearly a week? And he just turned up at work, and no one batted an eyelid mm. when he walked in and went, yeah. "Look at the cameras, people! Someone's following me." Not oh. where the hell have you been for a week? I was uh, wondering how people didn't notice that he had multiple personality disorder. Like, the people he was hanging out with, he doesn't remember what happened the day be- uh, before, and uh, he was back a couple of days later. I would have thought that's, like, red flags for this person isn't quite right in the head. <laughs> yeah. 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 get that. But apart from that, it was, it was good. Um... I like the way that they did in a in a kind of um, fight club way, um, where you would have the gaps every time um, Stephen would flip over to Mark. Um, you just have this gap, and then all of a sudden he's like he's got a gun in his hand, or he's beating up a bunch of people. Um, yeah. And I thought that was out. that was an interesting way of doing it. It's like his his perception of reality or perception of, of what's happening around him um, is you know flipped on and off whenever the two personalities um, flip over. You know, like um, uh, what was it, um, Elliot in Mr. Robot? Did you ever watch that series? No, I'm getting around to watch that. It's a very good series, apart from the last couple of episodes. Didn't really do it justice, I thought. Um, but it's very well made. Um, but the, the like, so he suffered. Uh, Elliot in that show, he suffers from multiple personality disorder. 
Um, and he could still communicate with the different parts of his personality, um, but there was other ones that he was unaware of. So it was kind of a mold, uh, two two things. Whereas, like with Stephen and Mark, and we seen that, like you know, they had they had that scene where he was, he was talking to this woman on the phone. And she, he said, "Why do you call me Mark?" Um, so he seemed completely unaware of this this other personality, this other life that his body is le- leading. And I don't, yeah, I've got to be honest, I don't really know that much about Moon Knight as a character. Anyway, so presumably they'll um, merge those two together. I found it interesting the fact that this is the first Disney produced Marvel content to be rated 16, but only in the UK. Oh, what's it rated in the US? Uh, PG 13, I think, still. But in here, it's deemed uh, the series is deemed too graphic, or I think it was too. Gra- it was either too swearing or too graphic. I don't remember I, there being much swearing in it. Um, I think there was a lot of hidden swearing, as I mentioned to you before. Uh, I remember seeing like um, uh, he would be cut off, but you'd still say the words, like you'd mouth the words. Still, you could see no. him say it. Mm. Is what I, I saw. Didn't notice that. I, mean, I remember you mentioning it, but I didn't notice. I have um, to watch it again to see if I'm insane or not. Um, but it's, I have also seen a lot of people talking online about um, this might be the start of like a darker Marvel. So they have like the kid-friendly Marvel, and then they have the darker Marvel Marvel series. Like, so they'll put, bring in. Um, uh, oh God, who's, who's the Guy rides the motorbike whose head is on fire. Oh, uh... Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Yeah. yeah. So, like, bringing Ghost Rider and Blade. Yeah. Um, I was wondering Blade, how they were Blade is being Blade. made. Blade is being made as a series or as a movie? Uh, I think it's a... Um, I think it's a film. What age rating do you think Blade's going to be? Because it seems like it would be a bit boring if it's a. It'd have to be an 18, PG. wouldn't it? Yeah. What is Morbius? Um, I don't know. Is that even out yet? So, come out. I haven't. I still haven't even seen the no, latest. Morbius isn't um, out yet. Spider-Man movie, yeah. Yeah, we've got to go around to that. I did, I did just see it a second ago. So let me go and get uh, it back up and see. Talking okay. of Moon Knight and like mental state and that, given that, that we were planning on talking about The Matrix today, um, I was going to say that one of the things I liked most about um, The Matrix movie is how they treated um, the whole kind of like mental state of Neo or Mr. Anderson um, and made, that in this new Matrix they made him feel like he was insane and he'd imagined everything that had happened um, in the previous movies and I thought that was a really good touch the way that they did that yeah 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 they did Morbius is rated 15 um. so yeah hmm so Blade will probably be a 15. 15, 16, or whatever. It'd be, yeah. It definitely won't be a PG, because it'll be a boring movie then. Did you finish watching Reacher? 
No, uh, I haven't finished that. No. Have you? Me and my yeah. Me and my dad are watching far too many series at the same time. Yeah. And we keep yeah, stopping so one, watching so, the other. Yeah. It's so funny. I watched the Arsene Wenger Invincible documentary. Obviously. Who? Arsene Wenger. The yeah. Arsenal manager. I did the football. did the whole season without uh, losing a game in um, and about his his rise at Arsenal to his eventual leaving at Arsenal. I have watched Catching Killers, which is about Catching Killers in America. Some famous, <laughs> some not so much, still killers. Uh I am currently watching um the Times Square Killer, uh, which is about someone that preys on prostitutes in the ni- late 1970s in in New York. Oh, sounds great! And Evolution of Evil, which is about um, it's about like evil dictators from from the ages, from Hitler, Saddam Hussein, Stalin, King Julian. Chairman Mao, Gaddafi, etc., 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 and um, Tojo's in there as well. Prime Minister Tojo, oddly enough. Um, uh, I was watching the Great Greek Myths, which is kind of interesting. Um, that that's my when uh, I don't really want to worry about sex murderers and. Evil dictators. So I watched the Great Greek Myths, which is quite fun. Because <laughs> there was no sex murderers in, in ancient Greek. I oh, know it's all about sex murderers in, in <laughs> the ancient Greek myths. Um, so all, all the Greek, all, all the Greek stories. Yeah. Uh, so it's right. A bastard. Yeah. It sounds like you've watched um, a ton of happy stuff. Yeah. And obviously watching Meet the Richardsons series three. Are we on now? I forgot about that. I didn't realise that had started again. And I I saw on an advert today that the next series of Taskmaster starts this month. 24th, is it? 14th? I don't remember now. But they did it as like a little secret that people had to try and figure it out as like a task, which I think is quite cool. I didn't. I just waited for the answer. No, yeah, I waited as well. I saw the thing and went, I'll wait a bit. <laughs> Other people will figure it out. Not in the mood to do that. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else we watched, apart from Snowpiercer, which we're, we're both at different points now, aren't we? Are we? Are we? Well, no, me and you are the same. But I mean, uh, me and you versus Pat. I think Pat's far further ahead than us. Am I? Because what, like, I was going to say what episode, but I don't even know what episode we're on yet uh, at the moment. Five or six. I'm going to say episode 10. I can well, have you seen it all? Yeah. We've just seen um, uh, Leighton collapse after having uh, the very busy knives day. out <laughs> moment with, um, oh God, what was, what was that guy's name? The one who tried to blow him up. Pike. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a shame yeah. to off Pike. Yeah, I liked him as a character. He was in um, Walking Dead as well. 
the actor, not the character. That'd be very but, confusing. Yeah. If he's in two apocalyptic situations. Yeah, well, maybe that's his raison d'etre. He just plays mm. characters dealing with uh, extreme circumstances like the end of the world. Yeah. Um, do, 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 thinking about what I've watched recently. It's only been a week since the last recording, so I, I don't think we've... Has it been a week? Has it been two weeks? Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, still haven't watched much. Life, isn't it? Life gets yeah. away for you in pleasure. I've been watching. Oh, I, wa- I watched the oh, Last sorry. Man on the Moon. That was quite good, but that was a 2016 or so documentary. Oh, I've seen that. So, was that about the Last Man to go to the moon, like as in in reality, mm. not some kind of fictional thing? No, and then and then obviously watch the documentary on Joseph Mengele hunting a Nazi. The last Man on the Moon. I see a documentary released in 2014. Is that the one? Yeah. Did you watch Talking on the Moon? Did you watch um, uh, Space Force? Yes. On Netflix. Yes. Love that series. Very good. I find it hilarious the fact that um, they came up with that. I think at the same time or just before Trump announced. Uh, that yeah. they were going to do a Space Force. I think it was like two days before. And then said, Trump tried oh, to sue them. I, thought, I thought it was um, because of that they did it, I, yeah. mocking him for it. Yeah, I think that... And now they're kind of like, ah, because now Biden's in charge. How can we mock Trump for this? Because obviously the pandemic got in the way of producing it. Mm. They probably had so much more other stuff um, that they could have done on it. But um, I just looked it up <laughs> and they've got the symbol from Star Trek on it. Forgot about that. I mean, they pretty much have it. Yeah, it's a little bit off. It looks more like a mouse cursor, but it's still very funny. <laughs> I loved it as a show it's fantastic I hope they get a third season well any season that you seem to like gets cancelled yeah this is true by The Expanse how many seasons of that did The Expanse have well I think it was about six that's quite good going to be honest Oh yeah, but there was there was more to the story. There was more to go on. I'm going to order the books. I think so I can finish the story because um, there was so much more to it. I won't mind giving that go. We need to arrange going to go and see the new Batman movie if that's still in cinemas. I mean, when did that come out? Oh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it's about three hours long now, isn't it? Is it really? Yeah. Batman came out. It doesn't say. <laughs> March 1st, I think. I can see it in tiny text on the poster. March 4th. Well, when it came well, out. We do, though, if, we, if we're not going to go, if it's so long and. Um, we're not going to go to the cinema minutes. We could... Um, Two hours, 56. Yeah, it's basically three hours. We could do a, a viewing at home. 
Five years ago. Yeah, well, I, I could buy it and then we'll <clears throat> we'll watch it at home. Um, yeah. And then, you know, Pat could come over and we'll watch it and then we'll, we'll do a review of it. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be one mic short. Oh, I'm sure we can figure something out. We'll be all right. Do you want to buy a microphone by any chance? <laughs> Me. Um, yeah, I mean, I do really want to watch that movie. It'd be really good to watch it. I've seen like people talking about it. I mean, what's the reviews for it? Oh, I've got to go all the way around. I don't, I don't watch reviews before I watch a film. Oh, okay. I guess I won't say them. Because it's it's more fun to actually make your own mind up about a movie before. Yeah, the um. Uh, is it the Oscars that happened? I don't know what oh, happened yeah, at the Oscars. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe not Oscars, talk about yeah. what specifically happened. Um, well, why can't we we... I mean, we could talk about it. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, there, there was an incident that happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air... Oh, yeah, Samuel Jackson got finally won an Oscar, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was the Fresh Prince, mate. Oh, what he the Fresh Prince got finally got found out for making a joke about someone with alopecia that he did in the eighties or nineties on the Arsenio Hall show. You mean that? I mean before that, actually. Or when he was joking about um, making jokes about gay people on the Arsenio Hall show. That. What, uh, Will Smith did that? Did yep. he? Yep. I didn't know that. Yep. I haven't really been paying a lot of attention to the news. Like Will Smith forget. is an actor, though. Oh, he's definitely screwed the pooch on that. Yeah, he definitely has on that side. I was more going to talk about what got nominated for the Oscars. <laughs> like, um, actually, most of the movies that got nominated I haven't watched. I want to watch Coda. Because it, it seems interesting. Enough. Coda is the one where everyone, apart from one character, is deaf in the main cast. And they are actually deaf people in it, acting. Which I, I, I thought must be a really hard job to do. Uh, both act and um, speak with your hands. Especially yeah, when hands are such a big part of emoting. I mean, I'm moving yeah. my hands right now. <laughs> but then, I mean, if you're deaf, you're, um, you're, you, I mean, that's your language, isn't it? Speaking with yeah. your hands is your language. So it's exactly the same for them, I would guess, as as as, as for us, it is to speak with a um, a voice. That is their voice. Mm. Um, so. I don't know. I don't think it would be any more hard for a deaf actor to play a part than it would be for um, someone who could hear. I do. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, good on them. I mean, like, if I haven't seen the movie yet, so don't know whether um, they're very good. But by the sounds of it, they're very good. I can't remember his name, the guy who won it. I think the film won Best Movie as well, didn't it? Or Best, best uh, Film? Yeah, it won um, yeah. the Best Motion Picture of the Year. 
Um, June was up on there to be to win. What for the soundtrack? Uh, no, no, the best motion picture. I, I don't know. I, I want to know what it got. It got ten it got nominations. Let's have a look. Supporting role, actress, directing. Isn't that the bad guy from Tenant who directed Belfast? It is. Oh, just getting distracted. Um, best adapted screenplay is yet again code. Best achievement in cinematography, June got it, uh, one for that. And oh, okay. for film editing and for production design. And for best sound, because they really went on that. After, did you, Pat, did you see that video I sent you then? I don't know. The, Did I? Uh, the video on ha- a Dune sound. No, I didn't watch it. Oh, really interesting. I just assume. I just assume they filmed it in the sand. They did. <laughs> yeah. well, they produced a lot of this. So all of the sound um, comes from real sounds. Not it's not all made up. Or, like, it's not all done digitally. Um, so like the sound of the thumper, they recorded different depths into the sand and whacked it with a hammer or whacked the sand with a hammer to record that sound and then tweaked it a bit with like post-processing. I, I just, it was very interesting. I, I was watching uh, another documentary today uh, about how uh, they did the vibrations in the sand, which I thought were CG, but they had a metal plate vibrating. And they did this because during the recording, they played some bass sounds in the sand and found it was moving the sand. So they physically did it. Like the the bit where, um, oh, wasn't the main protagonist's name again? Paul Harkonnen. Paul Maldib. Or Paul. The, 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 the kid. Paul Atreides. Paul Atreides. Yeah, both him and the... Yeah, I'm going to just say, the person next to him, when they were getting their hands dug into the sand because the sand worm, worm was coming past, they had a metal pad underneath Gurney. vibrating. Gurney. Gurney. And I, I, I thought, like, everyone else would do CG, and they did that practical. And I thought, that's amazing to see that they did that practical. And then the bit where the sandworm came up, I believe they also did it again for that bit. Did they so use the a real sandworm? No, they didn't yeah. use a real sandworm. <laughs> but um, the fact that they they made it look like liquid by actually moving the sand, I think is far more interesting than if they went for a CG route. Uh, we're talking about June again, aren't we? This is what we spend most of this oh. podcast doing. Uh, on another note, Star Trek Discovery Series 4 isn't on Netflix. Is it not? What's it is it on Paramount? Yes, but we haven't got Paramount yet. No, we can't get so, Paramount in the UK. I was it's, looking... been, it's, it's been out since November, and I've not watched a single episode because I can't get it. I was looking at... Um, <laughs> Uh, Paramount. It doesn't seem like I have any plans to come to the UK anytime soon, but uh, they don't have a money, like location limit that they accept any currency, so you can still use a VPN and pay for it. Oh, right. So you, so, oh, okay. I was looking at it because I want to watch the Halo series. You started. can watch it on Pluto TV. What is Pluto TV? An ad sponsored oh. free service oh that sounds rubbish but it's 
um, Star Trek Discovery isn't on demand. It's only on live. So there's a Star Trek Discovery channel. Oh. Which is... Yeah, that sounds terrible. <laughs> kind of hard to watch the show because you can't just watch the show when you want to watch the show. Yeah. It's like a free view, but a digital, uh, a, a purely oh, internet-based free view. That's like going back to the 90s. <laughs> Watching the show that's when it's been Smith, broadcast. And I've also, uh, I, was, I was perusing Reddit uh, today, and there are some tele- smart TVs in the States that are now doing in-place adverts while you're watching the television. Really? Yep. And they use smart technology to know what program you're watching to advertise based on the program you're watching. Oh, great. So it pops up. So people are, people are beginning to think this is the future. Yeah, what advertising. And uh, Netflix are cracking down on people sharing uh, accounts as well. Yeah. I read. Really? Yeah. Why? You're paying for the subscription. It shouldn't matter at that point. Yeah, it's, it's so when you're paying for the subscription, like the multi-room subscription, yeah. um, you're supposed to be in the same house. So they're going to make uh, it like location-based then. But they've already like had location-based stuff, but they're now getting even more hot on it. I, I, I don't see the point in that. If you want to share it with a friend, you paid the money to do that, so. <laughs> Oh. It's, like, uh, it's like pecking all over again the right to repair I want the right to my Netflix subscription it's not even mine it's yours mm. well it's like the right, right to content because like things like um, Apple for example um, they've in the past been caught out um, because they'll have some content, an album, a movie, TV series that people have paid for, and then they'll remove it, say, a really? few months, a year later, um, and then the person loses that content on their device, oh. even though they paid for it. When you uh, have Prime, I realised you can still pay for the series, even if... If it's like a temporary Prime thing, you can still pay for it, which I find is interesting. So if you really like the movie that much and you don't want it to leave being free to you, even though technically it's not free at that point, you can still buy it. Yeah, do I mean, this is an interesting point, though. Um, so would you prefer to have a physical copy of a movie that you really liked or a digital one? I, I think it would depend on the movie. Like, for, for me, when it comes to games, I would love to have a physical copy of my favourite game. But I also really like having digital copies because it means my room's not full of games. The, the I, problem is, though, with games nowadays is no one's for the PC market. Steam, Steam destroyed the physical disc market and then the console companies went... Oh, well, you're doing that. Okay. We'll, we'll do the same. Yeah, so you kind Steam, of the choice anyway. Steam has destroyed the physical game market. Yeah, I would, as you probably know, I would love a physical copy, uh, a big box copy of Half-Life, and you just cannot find them anymore. 
Not for cheap, anyway. No. no. I miss big box. Big box games. Re- really cool if we still had those. Yeah, well, I was but, talking about, like, having movies on Blu-ray or something like that. Cause, yeah, uh, movie, cause I know what the, movie... If, like, if, if the... Uh, you know, the circumstances I was just talking about with um, Apple, where they can yep. just take a movie off. Don't have, not that You don't have that problem if you've gone and bought a disc... Do you? And then you yeah. own it and you have it. No, and you don't have the true. problems with streaming, for example, because like I buy a movie on um, Apple TV and as we've discussed already, like my broadband is awful. So like I'll be halfway through watching a movie and it'll glitch. Um, <laughs> Problem is though, if you buy a Blu-ray, it's not 4K. Don't they do 4K Blu-rays? Yes, but you don't have a 4K Blu-ray player. No, I don't, but... I'm talking theoretically. Um, which we'll go for. If you think of it in like the long term, if like a ser- if a platform like Prime or Netflix eventually shuts down, and yes, technically, I mean Netflix wouldn't matter, but then technically, I guess it is a good investment to buy the game. But you are spending far too much money already on other things that you're now collecting, such as vinyls. So I'm. Um, I, I see the point of getting a physical copy and that probably gives more money to the company that made it than the subscription service. I'm not sure. Well, I'm not sure it about does. that bit. It does. Is it? Okay. Then if you really want to support Dune, because I know that's the movie you're thinking of, um, then I think you should buy it. Because hmm. that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking I might buy a 4K Blu-ray player and... Um, June on 4K Blu-ray, just uh, for the reasons I've just described. Yeah, it's um, it's only yeah. That's why I mentioned games because it's basically the same situation of if you like that game so much, buy a physical copy. But if if it's just a game you like every now and then, or TV series or movie, I wouldn't buy it. Mm. Like I wouldn't see the point in buying a TV series at all. I would point that out there. TV series, don't buy. Because TV series are massively expensive, though, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are. I mean, Just we used buying... to. I used to do that. Like um, twenty four. Like when that came out, it was on Channel Four in the UK for mm. well, I don't know, a good couple of series, and then I think it went to Sky. And we didn't have Sky, so we just used to wait until the series finished and then go and buy it on, on DVD. And that used to be, oh, I don't know. You don't really get that now, do you? 40 quid. If, but you can still buy, I mean, like I've seen, say, Game of Thrones or something. You can buy Game of Thrones on Blu-ray box set. Yeah, but if it's like a, a, an Amazon Prime or a um, uh, Disney Plus exclusive kind of thing, or in my case, uh, Paramount Plus, I doubt they're going to release a physical copy because they want you to go they to the subscription to... service. So. Yes, it's like um, all of the Marvel series that they did on Netflix. Yeah. Did they come out on DVD? Probably not. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I they check were Amazon. Supposed they might to be, be now, now they're on Disney. Yeah, now they're on Disney, it might be, because the, the license has reverted back to Disney. Yeah. Oh, uh, you can buy Series 4 of Star Trek Discovery on Amazon Prime. £20. 
Oh, see, that's not that bad, is it? Was right. that digital, though, or was that physical? Digital. Yeah. I searched at Marvel Defenders, which I know is the worst one, uh, but Oops. it's the only one I can remember. Uh, there's no physical copy of that, so no. Not right now, at least. So, we could... See, this might actually be a good thing about piracy. Um, because... <laughs> There's people pirate that content that um, the, the studio only releases on digital. Um, then if that studio chooses not or chooses to remove that content from streaming services, then how are people going to consume it if they want to? If they don't do a physical yeah. copy of it, then the only way you could possibly get that from that would be through... Um, piracy like pirate or something like that um yeah yeah so you could think of um those pirating services as like an archive of the material the studio has produced not that i'm condoning pirating any content by the way uh yeah i guess we have to not condone it on youtube do we (laughs) I about that. Although there are whole movies that end up on YouTube. Uh, yeah. Like the, I, then, I imagine they've massively cracked crack down on it now, but they used to well, be like whole YouTube, movies that come. What YouTube does now, I think they, uh, if it has the, the title of the movie and it's the same length as the movie, it just puts it down as one of its own movies. In, like, the but yeah, but YouTube, YouTube sells movies as well anyway, doesn't it? Yeah, I watched now, yeah. Tenant the other day on it, and it was really weird watching a movie on YouTube. That's the weirdest feeling ever. Uh, like, all the other streaming platforms, they have their own special UI, and then when it comes to YouTube, it's just watching an episode of YouTube. You even get, like, the same recommendations on the side. Really weird. <laughs> We should talk about Matrix. Probably should, yeah. That's why we're here. That's why we're talking. We should talk about Matrix. And I know, well, we shouldn't just go, we all loved it. (laughs) Because, um... I don't know. Actually, I don't know, Pat. What did you think of it? That was all right. Yeah. Most other people didn't like the movie at all. I liked it. I thought it was really good. I thought it was really good. I didn't... I yeah. can't understand. I mean, I've watched it twice now, and I can't understand the whole backlash against it. The whole... I mean, if you go on YouTube and you search, like, reviews of of um, the Matrix Resurrections, there are loads of things on there about how awful it was and that. And I, don't, I can't It was see certainly it. better than the second one and the third one, without yeah. a shadow of that. Yeah. But what uh, I loved about it, and, and I said this to, to Mac when we walked out of the cinema afterwards, is the fact that it was so... I'm going to sound like really millennial now, but um, it was so meta. The, the fact that, that yeah. it was referring to itself within itself. It was... Mm. Um, it, you know, there's that scene where they mention about their parent company being Warner Brothers for the gaming firm that that, that um, Mr. Anderson works for. I love that. Um, I love the fact that, um, uh, which I'll get to in a minute, which is about the, how how they adjusted the color 
the color yeah. balance of the movie as it went across, um, you know, from beginning to end, it changed. Um, I loved the fact that, that there were so many like um, nods to the previous movies, the yep. characters that were that that Neo, Neo, you know, it's like kind of reliving the previous events of the first movie. Um, like Neo when he when he um, goes onto their ship, the the characters that are there are very similar to the the characters that were in the first movie. Um, the only thing I didn't really like about it, and I spoke to uh, Mac about this yesterday. Um, was the the Morpheus character? I found him too camp. I don't remember yeah. Morpheus being camp in the original movie. I think that's supposed to be what is the uh, mixture of Mister Smith in there, but I think it went far too camp in the direction of where they were taking him. Because it, it it's very obvious that he's not. He's more Smith than he is um, Morpheus. He's got the, the physical. I mean, I mean, no, he doesn't really even look very much like Morpheus. <laughs> he well, it, was it did in a way, but he was the thing that stood out a lot in the movie. Just every time he he felt odd seeming in that movie, but that was about it. And I still think I mean, that the uh, the actor did a good job with. Morpheus. I think, like you, made a good point that it was a shame that they killed off the original Morpheus because yeah. it would have been great if they'd had a scene where you had original Morpheus meet um, the uh, artificial Morpheus. Yeah, I, I it would have been absolutely great, and maybe having them talk at the same time and then get annoyed at each other, or just, or just something like that. It would have been great to see the confusion between them both. But instead, they killed off Morpheus in his own blindness, apparently, of wanting to keep because uh, he believed in what. Yeah, not yeah, in Zion. The Neo would save them all, wouldn't that? Yeah. Yeah. But, and I also like the fact that they kind of flipped it around that it wasn't um, I mean I don't know if I'm right in saying this but like it wasn't that Neo was the one he wasn't, it was always going to be um, Trinity Trinity that was going to be I, the one I found that very confusing to be honest and I, I spoke to someone at my uh, college about that, and they said that um, they didn't like uh, the fact that suddenly Trinity had all the power. Well, she didn't have all the power. I know, she, but... She, she had the same kind of powers that he had. Plus, she had, like, if you looked at the, right at the end of the movie, um, she had the ability to stop time or rewind yeah. time as well um, but I, so I, it was like an upgrade like that she because the um, the main big bad guy uh, Doogie Hauser is a reference <laughs> that someone might get um, um, he uh, you, you know he changed up that whole bullet time thing and made it um, so that it was more time so he could slow down time massively um, and so Morph, um, Neo w- wasn't equipped to fight him, but now Trinity is, and she is the, yeah. like the next evolution of um, uh, of the One. The idea of the One. I, I, I oh, sorry. yeah. 
I, I, I thought I, I, I just thought it was very good. I thought, I mean, like I say, I miss I missed the original actors for Morpheus and Mister Smith, but if they didn't want to come back, they didn't want to come back. So, well, I know the guy, the actor who played Mister Smith, said he'd never do another one, um, and I thought that the actor that played. Uh, um, Agent Smith this time around did a very good job he did do um, a very good job I think he got the mannerisms just right um, I think he made even him, though a way you know, he spoke character. was exactly right yeah I thought he was he was brilliant and I loved I loved the talking of our previous characters I loved the French guy in it. oh yeah the French <laughs> the, 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 the French guy was just perfect because he was um you know, referring to all the things he said, he was saying about like, oh, we used to read books and have conversations and stuff like that, and, and now it's all like um, beep, 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 on, on the devices. And I just, I thought that was brilliant. Originality. Um, he, he, was, uh, he was great character. It made me laugh when I saw him both times. Yeah, because I didn't like him as a character in the previous movies. No, me neither. Like in the, in in the second and third one, but in, in the fourth one, I thought he was fantastic. He did a really good job. Yeah. Oh, and I was going to get to the the color. So the, yeah. the color of the new Matrix was um, kind of a more golden, like a yellow or um, a, a blue. Um, whereas, like in the original movie. Every, you know, when you were in the Matrix, everything had that green tinge to it. But later on in the movie, when they like did the swarm mode, where where they had uh, basically like loads of zombies like uh, attacking them, um, it went green. So it green shifted. So the uh, movie white kind balance. of shifted. Yeah, well, it, it shifted the, the color balance from the beginning of the movie to the end. And I only noticed that the second time I watched it. Because at the beginning of the movie, the main colour schemes is is pretty much everything. Everything's on show. Here's all the colours. Very different matrix. And then as you slowly move on, it gets limited to just red and I did not pick up on that. I'll have to... And then towards the end, it's pretty much just green with some reds and blues in there. Which I thought was a pretty cool touch. Uh, That... That was picked up. Pick up on that. I do plan to rewatch it. Yeah, you should. It's worth watching again. I think I'd like to watch all four of them um, in sequence. Um, I don't know how I can oh, watch the second third one again. I wrote in my notes from the first time I watched the movie, subtle green increased. Oh, I did notice it the first time. Oh, there you go. Well done you, Mac. <laughs> Give yourself a gold star. Okay, let me find the gold star button. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I wrote down here, I really enjoyed the idea of the AI in the real world. That was just kind of cool. I don't know yeah. really what could be done with that, but I thought it was a very fascinating idea, the fact that they had to work together to actually make a life that's worth living in the real world, or the real world in, uh, world in quotations. Yeah. Uh, the world of the real. Using, like, uh, uh, using um, nanobots, wasn't it? Yeah, the, mm. like nanomagnetic ball thingies. Yeah, so always, it's always nanotechnology. Yeah. Always. I'm surprised we haven't mentioned the fact that um, Neo was a game developer. 
which yeah, I thought was a very smart. The, the whole meta thing is the fact that it was referring to itself yeah. within itself, that he designed the Matrix game and his um, mental state because of that. Um, and it was yeah I just it was brilliant the way that I I just think it's the only sequel they could have done really yeah because they made a uh, I think they made some great decisions about how they were going to do it Um, I don't think they needed to do the whole going not not to Zion I can't remember what it was called Io that was it Io Io yeah I, I think as a plot point it was pretty useless I mean they just kind of turned up there and then left yeah they could have just kept to the same place and just had it redeveloped I mean we never really got that was one of the points though wasn't it Zion fell yeah Yeah. Zion can come back yeah but if you remember from the first movie right um, Zion was mentioned but they never went there it was just this the concept for um, Theo. He never got to see that. It was everything that was on the Nebuchadnezzar. They never really got to go. And it was only, it wasn't until the second and third movies that you saw um, like their their base. I just think it, it, I think it would have made um, more sense if they just kind of kept it more simple and just had them going back and forth between the Matrix like they'd done in the first movie. Because it was, you know, in the way that, like, Pat, you say about um, uh, the Force Awakens is just a remake of A New Hope. Yep. Yeah. Well, the Matrix 4 is a remake of the original Matrix, but it's aware that it's a remake of the original Matrix. Yeah, that's a good point. So it's, mm. it's referring to itself and knows about itself. It's like kind of almost breaking the fourth wall. I mean, I suppose that's kind of the point of the whole trilogy is that they're no, not trilogy, quadrophology? Quadrophology. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, about breaking walls in reality. Oh, and that was the other thing I was going to point as well. Um, I like the fact that uh, they... You remember when the first Matrix movie came out and some people took it a little bit too seriously and actually started to think that they were living in the Matrix? Are we not? No. No, unfortunately not. We're stuck with this real real life. Well, what difference does it make? No, not much, really. not real, it doesn't make any difference anyway. Um, Because we've still got to live with it. Yeah, we've got the Trump update and the uh, COVID update. Recently, that that wasn't so and good. Wars and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's good. if it's if this is a, um, uh, a fake reality, then it's a very convincing one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, that aspect of it they referred to in the movie because they had like this these people that were absolutely obsessed with this this the game the Matrix game. Yeah. Um, in in the movie, but they refer to the fact that like um, um, that it had this the original movie did have this effect on some people where they started to believe because uh, the, the the world that they were living wasn't real. Mm. I want I want to discuss Is that where flat uh, earthers came from. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think they've been around since way before 
the first Matrix movie. If we, um, sorry, voice crack now. If we were um, in a, uh, in the Matrix, why would they have set time zones around the world to different time? Wouldn't it just all be the same time? Because you would, it'd probably be easier to program a world if every time is the same, instead of having to change the time in each zone. It'd be far more confusing. I, I want to. I want to change the subject. Need Ooh, stability, and you give them stability by saying, "Oh, when the sun's at the highest, it's twelve o'clock." Yeah, not. It's just not the fact that each when part the sun's of the at the highest in in England, it's twelve o'clock, but in America, it's seven in the morning. Yeah, I, I want to change the subject to uh, VFX because I have heard mostly from the VFX side of how bad the movie was, and I didn't notice it when watching the movie. Uh, like people were talking specifically, there's two scenes that are uh, most criticised, and that's the scene on the train. And the scene where um, the bad guy uses bullet time. And you're, talk- uh, you're talking about corridor cr- crew. I am you? talking about corridor crew in those two bits, but I have seen other people talk about it as well. And um, I didn't notice anything with the train. And I spend a lot of time now looking at movies and looking at VFX. I didn't notice anything wrong with the train. Did you notice anything wrong with the train? <laughs> no. No, something like, about the lighting, wasn't it? Like, the, yeah, they said that about uh, how the light wouldn't work in that train at that time, and but then, but didn't make any sense to me. I, it, I mean, watching it as a viewer, didn't notice it. And even if 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 it was that noticeable, we're living in a simulation. Why uh, they're living in a simulation? Why? Would they make it that realistic? They could put little nods to how unrealistic it is mm. in that and kind of go, look, ooh, you're not living in real life. Yeah. Like they do so everywhere else. So. Yeah. It's like yeah. early on in then, the movie, if you notice, like there's bits where they're, there's uh, reflections in water, there's reflections in glass, where you can see yeah. the Matrix. And that's before they start recognizing the fact you're in the Matrix. There's you a Matrix code the, everywhere in that movie. Yeah. And it's like little hints of the Matrix code everywhere. Um, which I thought was made really good. Well, I I found that um, I was happy that they kept the VFX from the original movies, like the uh, mirror warping. Because, I mean, it's probably silly to say that I like the fact they kept the effects because some movies do anyway. But then uh, there are a lot of movies that go, oh, we'll just update the graphics and not look like that. Oh, like VFX. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm so glad that they kept, um, yeah, the, the liquid bending. Um, oh, what other scenes were there? Obviously, the Matrix Code. Yeah, I'm just glad that they kept some of the old effects in it still. And uh, the other scene that was very criticised is, as I said, the scene where the bad guy is using bullet time. And they were talking about how uh, people were talking about how disorientating it is. I think that's the point, isn't it? The point is that he is disorientated right now. He's frozen in time. He's seeing, and I I know that they kept changing frame rate and it's not making sense, but I think that was just supposed to be the character showing off, going about how much they are more powerful than him. 
Hmm. Which is what yeah. I took from that scene. Yeah, messing with this reality. Yeah. I mean, if you are in charge of a simulation, wouldn't you mess with it? I mean, there's tons of um, city things that allows you to put tornadoes in the middle of cities or purposely get the train stations all mixed up in games. Have you ever uh, played SimCity? Uh, yes. So I, play, I played it on a Mac 2 emulator. <laughs> so SimCity... You can you can uh, you know you can pretty much do whatever you want in that, and that that was one of the things that always kind of bugged me about the limitations in the Matrix movies. Not just that one, but like all of them, um, where they the 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 whole thing like that they that their reality is still based on the same rules um, that Neo was able to tweak and change. Mm, yeah. Um, why, why couldn't a machine do that? Yeah. Like, they, they should be able to change that reality as much as they like. Um, I mean, they did. They did. The machine did. did. Um, because they're no, an, an agent taking over a human being and altering reality to, to fight Neo all the way through the first three. Oh. Yeah, oh, nobody questioned that. Um, I loved uh, the bomb swarm. That was great. Yeah, I did. The, um, that was cool. It just reminded me of um, uh, World War Z. I don't know if you've ever seen that, Matt. I don't think I have, but I... It's a zombie oh. movie. Um, Is it? Never finished it. It got ridiculous. No. Yeah, it was a bit stupid. The end of it. I mean, the... Um, the first half of the movie is really good and then they decided they were going to make a, a, a trilogy of them which never got made so <laughs> the, the, so the second half of the movie is just kind of um, paddling water sure. yeah, these, these zombies are attracted to noise so I'll tell you what let's all pray loudly at the wailing wall and then wonder yeah. what happens <laughs> yeah, no, that's you just I'm wouldn't getting... do it that's what I'm getting at is the, the fact that they had the, the the zombies in that were just kind of piling on top of people. They were just just like almost like fluid dynamics. They were yeah. they were um, moving like water and just kind of collapsing over like the buildings and people and and the, the, but the in scene a similar where... way you had that in the Matrix movie where it's just like just loads and loads of people just falling out of buildings and. I think the best part of that scene was uh, the part where uh, the person just wakes up from his bed and just jumps off. I I found that quite funny. (laughs) Probably not supposed to find that funny, but I found that very funny. See, that's something I've often thought about in movies. Um, You know when you get chase scenes in cars and there's always other cars that get hit? You know, you've got cars with people driving and they're just... Going from A to B, they're just going along their normal day, whereas you've got other people that are doing a full car chase and they're bashing into them. Yeah. They never show the people in that car. No, um, I would like I think I brought something to it yesterday. Did you? No. Well, no, it, 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 uh, you carry on, but I, I brought it up in a way I'd discuss it afterwards. No, I just think that it would be nice if they did that. Like, um, you know, like did some kind of. Uh, cut back to like oh here's, a, yeah. here's someone driving on the way to work all of a sudden 
they get um, obliterated by, um, you know, you know, like you see on a James Bond movie, and James Bond's yeah. being chased by a car, and he'll knock another uh, the bad guy that's trying to chase him and their car will crash into somebody else's car. But they never reference the fact that those people have been killed in a car accident, which was totally nothing to do with it. But, that, but yeah. that's the same as like all the superhero films, isn't it? I mean, apart from, what was it, Civil War? Civil War is the first time they actually what? reference all the death and destruction new superheroes have created on this planet. Well, in... Uh, it's like so Superman. Super fi- Superman fighting General Zod. Literally destroys Metropolis. And everyone yeah. just goes, oh, okay. Um, yeah, the, then, they, they, in, in Superman versus Batman, or Batman versus Superman, whatever it was called, that's what the whole thing was about, wasn't it? That Batman wanted revenge on Superman for the destruction he'd caused um, when he... <laughs> when he was going on his rampage with um, Zod. Yeah, that that was brought up in that movie. And I would like to also point out that in the Marvel Universe, they keep bringing up how much damage that they actually did make, Uh, including um, uh, the new Hawkeye series was, I think, the most in-depth we've seen of that whole war and how it affected them. What do you mean? What new series? Well, the the um, Hawkeye series, uh, the oh, whatever the name of the woman character is. When she's younger, you see the effect it had on her family because the dad oh, died her father from was killed. Yeah, yeah. And you Kate. see her standing there and watching as all the horror happens, and then looking at Hawkeye mm. and going, "Oh, that's fine." Um, I I, I wanted to <clears throat> point out. Uh, sorry, no, Karen. No, no, no. You, you go ahead. I, I wanted to point out back right with the Matrix um, when you were saying about the car bit and how they show uh, how you wish they showed what happened. To them. I would like to see when a character, a non-essential character, dies in uh, the Matrix. What happens to the person in the uh, machine? Obviously, they're now dead. But like, do they empty the pods or do they just leave it there? Because they never explain how birth. Happens in that world, do they? Well, they're grown, aren't they? Are they? Are they grown? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I just missed yeah, the part um, of the movie. Then never mind. Ignore me. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's a good point because, like, they have the. Um, I think it's called a maciator, but I might be wrong. But it's basically like a um, uh, um, a meat blender that oh, kills great. or gets yeah gets rid of. They liquefy because they mention it in the in the first movie I think they liquefy the dead to um, feed them intravenously to the living um, but it's a good point like I mean why don't they ever show you know some, someone gets shot in because they just they're just firing randomly aren't they they're just shooting all these people that are coming after them why don't they ever yeah. show because it would put more gravitas to it if they actually yeah. showed the, the, the person who they're killing just going flatline and then um, disappearing out of their pod. Hmm. Oh, I just remembered apart from the beginning of the movie, I've been jumping all the way from the end to the beginning, um, the fact that there was all the robots, I remembered the fact that, um, to me, it reminded me of Men in Black, the, uh, the beginning of the movie, 
all just entirely reminded me of Men in Black, especially the little uh, robot that the guy had on the desk. <laughs> reminded me of uh, the oh, weird yeah. aliens that you got in Men in Black. Yeah, it, be, uh, yeah. it could be Men in Black that might have the, the aspect of Men in Black that went into that movie could be what made people didn't like it. I don't know what made people didn't like it. I would love to talk to someone who didn't like it yeah, and find out too. why why they didn't like it. It was a it was a it was a good film. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to criticize the person who didn't like it. I just want to know why. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so our, our, our total review of it is we loved it can't understand why anybody else didn't yeah, yeah basically <laughs> yeah to summarise oh, I want to pitch an idea I like the idea of there being a series in Matrix between the two points of these movies like the end of Matrix 3 and the beginning of Matrix 4 because I, I just like, want to know what happened in that gap when they were rebuilding that city. I want to know about uh, how Ion came into existence and, uh, what was it, Zion died? Yeah. yeah. I think that'd be really that, good that would series. be a good series. That yeah. would be a good series. Like, especially the build-up to Zion being destroyed. Um, yeah. I think, yeah. What happened know. to Morpheus? Yeah, yeah. I want to see Morpheus more. The original Morpheus, not AI Morpheus. Is it Lawrence Fishburne played Morpheus? Yes, it is. I doubt you'd get him in a series, but you might do. You never know. Well, he was in CSI, so he does series. Yeah, he took over from, is it William Peterson, the original head of the original CSI? Yeah, so that series would be really good. That would be a really good series, I think. Yeah. Maybe something like... um, uh, what was this? Um, what was it? The Chronicles series that they did for the Terminator. Yeah. Um, oh, God, I can't remember her name. Yeah. Sarah something, isn't it? Sarah, Sarah Connor Chronicles. That's it. Sarah Sarah Connor Chronicles. Something like that. That, that, that does that time between was it between the second movie or or no it would be between the first movie and the second movie wouldn't it is it set between there uh, set after Terminator third. 2 Judgment Day yeah oh, like third. second and third movies well yeah something like that that um, yeah I think that would be a fantastic movie I don't know well do Warner Brothers have their own streaming oh they do isn't it HBO yeah. Yeah, which we can't, again, we can't get that. And they've, uh, HBO's been getting a lot of expensive series at the moment as well. So it, it, it's possible. Yeah, we can't get it, but Sky, Sky put HBO stuff on Sky Atlantic, don't they? Do they? Oh, we don't have Sky. We did have it for a bit in a way. We had, what, uh, what was it called? Now TV. Which yeah, is owned by Sky. yeah, we did. Yeah. Well, it just had a lot of stuff from. Oh, that's how I watched um, Game of Thrones. Ah. Which so is Game of Thrones is HBO, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's. But, um, is it? Yeah, it's so, HBO. Yeah. So oh, was. Okay. Um, oh. Oh, I was thinking of The Walking Dead for a second. 
Sorry. I'm walking dead this fox. Yeah, that, I was I, I was thinking for a couple of seconds that it was on Disney Plus, but no, that's a Walking Dead. Mm. Oh. Maybe we should end the episode here, unless Pat, you figured out what you were going to say. No, I can't think. There was other. Oh. Four hours know. later. There was what another HBO yeah. show. There's, there's been quite a few that've been on Sky and other stuff. Mm. Um, there's the one um, Silicon Valley, I think. It was HBO? Uh, I'm trying to look there's... at what HBO's got. They got Westworld. Oh, that's a good series. Watchmen. Up to the third series. Watchmen. Yeah. I haven't seen, which one of us? Um, the last series I watched of Westworld, um, the main baddie or the, the 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 female character managed to get into the real world. That's yeah. the, that was the last episode I saw. Oh, series two, yeah. And it's, and, yeah. So series three is that out now? Is it? Yeah. We were. Oh, excuse me. Sorry, it's been a long weekend. Um, we watched like four or five episodes of series three, and it was just—it was just strange. I, See, I, was, I had high hopes for that because I really enjoyed the first two series or seasons. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll probably still watch it. Just to, I don't know. Just to watch it. Well, you've got House of Dragon, which is coming out soon, isn't it? Oh, yeah. And that's got, um, what's his name? Smith. Guy who played Doctor Who in it. Yeah, Matt Smith. Yeah, Matt Smith. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to watching that. And that'll be on HBO. I just wish yeah. they'd get HBO over here. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it was. Why they don't do it. It was well, it's the same as Paramount released. Plus, isn't it? We're still waiting for that. Yeah, it was supposed to be released last year and then it got delayed and then delayed again. And I I just haven't heard when the next time it's coming in now. I mean, it's really annoying yeah. that we have to have a VPN to watch this stuff now. <laughs> I was paying something else to watch this. I don't think you can even watch HBO because they do no, do that currency can't. locking. Yeah, they do. I tried before when I had a uh, VPN. Uh, I tried to get HBO and it wouldn't work. And uh, what's, what's the other one? Uh, Hulu? Is it called Hulu? Couldn't get that. Hulu. Hulu's owned by Disney, isn't it? Yes. Is it? Yeah. So that stuff should be on Disney Plus in the UK. Basically, American stuff gets released there and then to Disney Plus. Yeah, the stuff that's too adulty for the Americans to to deal with gets released on Hulu in America but over here it's on our Disney Plus that's how they get that's how I would imagine the Netflix shows are probably on Hulu the Netflix Marvel mm. yeah. um, so I see should we wrap this up and then uh, I don't actually know what we're doing next week so I'll find oh. out It'll be a surprise um, for everyone. Yeah. Uh, all right, yeah. Thank you for joining us for this episode. We'll see you next time for a, another one. Well, we'll Bye-bye. discuss more movies. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Boardwalk, Boardwalk Empire. That's what I was thinking of. Ah, there you go. <laughs>